everywhere we move And everything we talk about be barreled in the truth Roll them out, roll it up And if there's doubt, then we hold it up To the written word and we pull it up That's a little bit of bourbon in our cup And along that narrow road we stroll We take our cares up to the Lord Then kick back with my boys and chew the fat about the world So relax, put up your feet With that stogie between your teeth Speak your mind and make your speech With every line full of grace and peace Yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Everywhere we move, we move, and everything we talk about be barreled in the truth. In the truth. Yeah. Uh, everywhere we move, and everything we talk about be barreled in the truth. Yo, yeah. what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Barreled in Truth podcast. It's your boy Shatorio. It's a little bit different today. Um, we are down two of our guys. Um, Devin is not with us tonight. His bride has pink eyes, so y'all be praying for her. He's taking he's being a good husband, taking care of his wife. That's what we preach. And so we're gonna practice it. Y'all hear us talk about men needing to be godly husbands. Well, we put it to practice here. So that's why he's not here. He is taking care of his bride. Devin, if you're listening to this, we love you. We miss you. And keep being a good husband, taking care of your bride. And also the bishop. Mm. Is not with us either. Uh, he is bad and bougie on a cruise with his wife, uh-huh. being bad and bougie. He's on uh, a boat. My man on a boat <laughs> with his toes out. Little, y'all boat, think, little y'all, boat, no yachty. Y'all think Chris got on shorts? He don't never wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Chris don't wear shorts, Yo. y'all. There's a story oh, behind man. it. He don't like wearing shorts at all. No, he that hates, man does, it he so hates much. wearing shorts. Chris, we miss you, brother. I hope you and the first lady. Having a good time on y'all's cruise. Y'all trifling for not taking us. <laughs> but we're going to let that ride. With that being said, um, it is uh, me. And again, I, my name is Shatorio. I'm the pastor of discipleship at Karis Church here in Wellford, South Carolina. I am accompanied with my two brothers, Jacob Bailey, who is also a member at um, Karis Church in Welford, South Carolina. He is a faithful member. He loves Jesus. He loves his bride well, loves his family well, leads his family yes, well. Lord. And I'm grateful to lock arms with him. And then we also have Michael Gilbert, who is also a member at Karis Church. He is the man behind the magic. He do so much, man. It's so crazy. So much behind the scenes. Um, Without Michael, there is no Barrett and Truth podcast, to be frank. So (laughs) thank you, Michael, for all that you do for the church and for the podcast. And he is eating a Whopper right now, y'all. I was about to say, he's munching right now. munching. Munching. And with that being said, (laughs) I'm going to start it off. I am enjoying... It's been a long time. I feel like Timberland. <laughs> it's been a long time. I guess I shouldn't have left you without oh, a dope beat and step two. That's how I'm feeling right now. Because I have not smoked a cigar in quite some time, y'all. I've been slacking, but I'm back. And I'm smoking this EP Corello La Hysteria. Such a great stick. Chris put me mm. on it. Smoke great one. stick. Great, great stick. And I am enjoying a glass of store pick Buffalo Trace. Mm. Bringing out the good stuff tonight, boys. Jacob, what you what you smoking on, brother? I'm smoking on a A Fuente, and I'm drinking on some of uh, Chatorio's Bride Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea. Sweet My Tea. My boy drinking some sweet tea. I ain't mad at it. Michael, what you got? I am actually smoking on uh, something I've never had before. Uh, it's the Cameroon. No label pick of the week or, or whatever they call it. It's a AJ Fernandez. Uh, it's supposed to be good. Right now, it's, it's still pretty good. 
And I am uh, also sipping on that Buffalo Trace store pick. Shatario uh, let me uh, bottle kill it for him. Bottle kill it. Much appreciated. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, fellas, you know, it's been... It's been a while. To the viewers, it hasn't been a while. But to us, it's been a while because, you know, we get ahead with episodes. But we have not um, recorded in about two weeks. It's been about two weeks. It's been a minute. Holidays and everything. Yeah, it's just that time of the year. Everything's busy. Um, So these next couple of episodes, it might be a different lineup every time just because of the time of the year it is. Um, but don't worry, we ain't split up. This ain't no boy band that split up. We all good. <laughs> they had to bring in Manu Ginobili off the bench to give him some points. I'm Jake, out here, six Jake, man of the year. Jake jumping off the bench, dropping thirty on. Call, call me Lou Will. <laughs> <laughs> so we and we appreciate you for that, Jake. So yeah, Absolutely. we um. So today we're gonna be discussing thankfulness, thankfulness because you know we just celebrated Thanksgiving. Um, it's still November. And I thought, what better way to close out November um, than to just talk about thankfulness and just, you know, what we're thankful for. Um, and so with that being said, I want everybody to kind of just, you know, it, it, you don't have to. Um, this is going to be a transparent episode where we're just going to just, you know, really just try to like it's going to be a good one yeah we're going to exalt christ and really just talk about you know thankfulness what that looks like biblically and just done for us so um that being said um jacob what what have you been thankful for as of late as you look back man i'm telling you so this uh this month's been rough um this year has probably been one of the roughest years of my life to be completely honest um but when you when you're going through troubles, when you're going through trials and everything, it's always hard. Uh, it's not always, but sometimes it might be hard to see what you have. And so when I've been feeling anxious, I'm, I don't know where to turn. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what my next plan is. I just look around and see what I have. And I've got a home. I've got a beautiful bride. Yeah. I got two beautiful children. I got food in the cabinets. You know, people don't have that. There's some people that don't have that. Like today when I was at work, I knew we were going to be talking about thankfulness. And, you know, I was starving, right? So I go back there and I make me something to eat, you know, free of charge. Didn't have to pay no money for it. Nothing like that. And I was able to fill my hunger with food that some people might not be able to get, you know? And so when I look at that, you get the, Sorry. The, <laughs> he was adjusting the garage. But when you when you take time to notice the small things, okay, it is so much relief when you think about truly there there's, there could be people a mile down the road that don't have what you have, and you're sitting there thinking and complaining about what you don't have. Very true. So, so Very true, I, I've really so been true. trying to think about the the small things. What I'm thankful for with the with that type of stuff. Yeah, man, you know, when, you know, I was thinking about this episode, um, Devin was originally going to be out here with us tonight as well, but, uh, you know, as I said, you know, he, uh, his bride caught pink eye. Um, I like the cold. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I really 
Thanksgiving for us, I don't know how it was for you boys, uh, you fellas, but for us, it was so busy. Like, it was just so much going on that day. I wish, bro. I was on um, 24 hour lockdown yeah, with COVID. Yeah, you had the COVID bug. It was busy, man, because we cooked. Yeah. So, like, everybody came. Like, was this your first time cooking? We cooked last year, too. Yeah. Um, okay. But it just seems like every year it's just more. It's like more, which I don't mind. I, you know, that was one of the things that I... Hey, you're growing. Growing up, I wanted my home to be the home, you know, all the family functions and stuff would be at. So I'm thankful uh, that the Lord has allowed us to do that. But it was just so busy. I didn't even get to, like, really sit down and smoke a cigar on Thanksgiving and reflect. What? Yeah. That's crazy. So, so, I wouldn't expect that. Well, so I... Um, Wanted to grab some cigars, and I couldn't grab any the day before Thanksgiving because my day was so crazy. And then on Thanksgiving, and on it Thanksgiving, was closed. it was closed because I was gonna go grab two sticks. Man, go, but, go um, get you a black and mild. <laughs> get a black and mild <laughs> for the culture. For the for the culture. Yeah. Um. So you know, I didn't get to really sit down and reflect on just everything that I'm thankful for. So I've just been pondering that in the back of my mind all day, all week. Um, and so in Psalm 100, um, verses 4 and 5, listen to what David says. He says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And that was one of those verses that I just was really chewing on today, um, reflecting on um, just, you know, being thankful. And we have so much to be thankful for. So much. Um, and we have so much to be thankful for. Uh, and, you know, the enemy would like nothing more than for believers to be grumbling and complaining and griping over shortcomings, struggles, trials. But when you really take a step back, we have been given so much to be thankful for. Um, in Colossians chapter 4, as Paul is closing out his letter to the church in Colossae, um, he says, continue steadfastly in prayer. Be watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open us to the door of the word to declare the mysteries of Christ. And so he, cl he closes out his letter and he's like urging, urging the believers to pray and to be thankful. And this seems to be a theme throughout all of his um, epistles. If you look at all of the epistles, so Colossians, Galatians, Ephesians, um, you know, First and Second Timothy, uh, Thessalonians, he always has this section in these short epistles where he talks about being thankful. And that's not by accident. Because one of the marks of a Christian is a thankful heart. Yep. Um, John MacArthur said, a thankful heart is one of the primary identifying characteristics of a believer. Mm. It stands in stark contrast to pride, selfishness, and worry. And it helps fortify the believer's trust in the Lord and reliance on his provision 
even in the toughest times, no matter how choppy the seas become, a believer's heart is buoyed by constant praise and gratefulness to the Lord. Man, that is so good. And I love that. I love that because the posture of the heart of a believer should be one of thanksgiving, one of praise. So true. Um, And I just, as I reflect at my life as of lately, I'm just like, man, I started really being convicted because I'm just like, I have not done my due diligence to really just reflect on all that I'm thankful for. It gets you like that, man. It will. It really will. It's so easy to overpass stuff, you know? Day-to-day life, work, kids, wife. You got a lot of stuff going on. You you, you starting school now. Like, you you, you busy, busy, busy. And that's, yeah. a, that's a lot of us. And when we get that way, we can get complacent with our faith. And, you know, Thanksgiving and faith, I mean, that goes together, man. Like, yeah. you... Um, we got to all slow down and just remember how great our God is and how much he's blessed you. Very true. Very true, Very Jacob. True. Um, I agree, man. You know, there's too many Christians that are known um, for what they hate, what Ooh. they dislike. Ooh. Um, rather than what they're thankful for. You're swinging heavy on this one, ain't you? Um, you know, we do a great job at letting the world know what with we do. We do a great job at letting the world know what we disagree with. Especially they serve her after church on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've heard. You know, I used to be a waiter. I I, I waited for some time, um, and you know, a lot of pe- a lot of waitresses and waiters they say that you know Sunday is the worst day to work because the Christians come out. <laughs> That's sad, which that's, is you know that's disgusting. Yes, I mean it's 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 cringy. It's unbecoming. You know, um, believers, we ought to be the best givers. Um, you know, we ought to be the, the best. The waiters should rejoice on Sunday when we come in. That, I mean, for real. That that's really, you know, I uh, I get the the blessing to mentor some small uh, some younger kids at where I work at. And I do a Bible study um, with them almost every Saturday. Uh, we're actually about to do one, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. And every single Bible study, I sit there and I talk to them. And I say, look, man, we have got to be the light wherever we go. When we come to work and there's people there you don't like, you don't get along with, you got to put that to the side and show the love that you're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, you know. According to the Apostle Paul, you know, when we willingly choose to focus on things for which we are thankful in the Lord, it has a heart shaping effect. Mm. Even when our hearts and minds would rather be focused on the negative and what it is to that effect, when we steward our minds to meditate on the gracious gifts of God, then peace from God, which surpasses all ability to cognitively work out it seems to rule in our hearts um and i you know i kind of was gathering that just jot down notes as i was just looking at different passages of scripture but there's just there's a theology of thankfulness that is laid out in the whole canon of scripture 
this is not just a holiday phrase or a hallmark term. This is a biblical term that we can see all throughout the canon of scripture. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, so... But that starts of a, a renewing of your mind. Uh, that reminds me of the, which uh, verse in Romans is that from Paul? I can't remember off the top of my head. I believe Romans chapter 12. 12. That sounds correct. Where he talks about re renewing your mind. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's where it starts, man. Like, you have to let the Holy Spirit guide you and, and, and take you where you need to be. Agreed. You know, um, I think that needs to be a practice, a daily practice for believers. You know, yeah. just every day we should take some time during our day to tell Jesus what we're thankful for. For sure. Absolutely. You know, I'm thankful for, sure. for I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for Jesus. Uh, I'm thankful for my bride. I'm thankful for the church. I'm thankful for the podcast. I'm thankful for the ESV study Bible. I'm thankful <laughs> for cigars. I'm thankful for good bourbon. Um High proof bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm thank I'm thankful for wings. I'm thankful for a lot of things, man. Um, it's just so much. That hey, bro. You know what's crazy? I mean, you mentioned wings and stuff like that. There was, man, uh, wild berry pop tarts. You know, when I was a kid, yeah. I used to love <laughs> yes. wildberry pop tarts. That's the that's the best flavor. Oh, big facts yes. in pop tart world. And, oh, and it's not up for debate. 100%. In twenty years, I have not seen a box. And Walmart, I stopped buying Pop Tarts. They have them at the neighborhood they, Walmarts. Well, they they started rolling them into rotation. Now, I've, I, almost every Walmart I've gone to now got them back, and I literally thank God for that. Like, I, no That's joke, it. no playing. Like, I literally True. thank thank you, God. I mean, you listening True. to me? You know what I want? And I mean, it's as small as a freaking Pop Tart, but. <laughs> I'm so thankful that he's listening to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think sometimes we try to, you know, we've talked about this on the on the podcast before, you know, a lot of times we we can over spiritualize Ooh. biblical things that are spiritual. Um, you know, we think that mm. a lot of times when we talk about things that we're thankful for, we think that that can only uh mean bible things, but that shows a poor scope of your theology of God, you know, in your theology proper, that's the, you know, the seminary term, your theology proper. Um, you know, we, we don't go to school and we don't think <laughs> I love it, but you know, we don't, we don't, uh, when you don't have a proper theology of who God is, you minimize what you allow yourself to be thankful for to his glory. Um, you know, we just talked about this in the Soli Deo Gloria uh, episode when we closed out the five solas. Yeah. Um, but I'm just I'm thankful for a lot of things, spiritual things and earthly things that God has allowed us to have, such as you know, Jacob said the wildberry pop tart. You know, it's just it's but there but you know it's funny, but there there is a very crystal clear biblical picture there because everything that we have is ultimately a gift from God to to enjoy. Matt Chandler talks about that in his uh, book, The Explicit Gospel, which we've been reading in, in community groups at Caris Church. Um, you know, so I, I am thankful for the Bible term things, and I'm also thankful for the earthly things that we get to enjoy. 
Hey, man, nothing says that you can't enjoy earthly things. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that. Well, I mean, I think the Bible actually commands it, you know, to to enjoy the creation that he that he made because exactly when we enjoy creation we bring glory to god because he is the creator Um, but the problem is if we're not careful we can love the um, creature and the created thing more than the creator himself and so the foundation of all that we're thankful for should always stem back to God. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, you're talking about creation and everything. Um, you know, I've said this before on the podcast. I've got a, I got a house with a good amount of land on it and there's trees surrounding me. And it's just when the sun sets, it's such a beautiful layout. Like you can see the sunset over the trees. It's just a, a beautiful picture. And a lot of times I go out there and I thank God for for just him creating this, creating this world that we get to live in, that we're ruining with sin. And when I think about that, I pause and I think about how beautiful heaven's going to be. Like, if I think this is beautiful, can you? I can't even fathom what heaven's mm-hmm. going to look like. Like, it just blows my mind. So and true. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know the saying, um, you know, for the lost person, earth is the closest thing to heaven they yes. will get to. Yep. And for the believer, as amazing as life is on this earth, this is the closest to hell we'll get. Mm. So we truly have not seen the best yet. This is just a small glimpse of God's glory. Um, it, you know, and, and when you think, what are you? Hey, my, what my, is happening? Hold my, up, y'all. My stink falling apart. <laughs> I'm, I'm licking it. I'm trying to y'all, dry it. <laughs> we got a fire pit out here, and this man is gonna light his hand on fire. What happened to your cigar, bro? You know, I didn't have Did time. Did the rapper to go- start on a rapper wing or something? Yeah, you know, I didn't have time no. to go to a cigar shop, and so I stopped by a freaking vape shop, thinking that I was gonna get. Do we need to give you a good cigars? Do we need to give this? Y'all man got a stick? Please okay. give it, Michael. Man, I love quick, y'all. Quick I love inter- y'all. I'm intervention, y'all. Go we gotta give this man out. a stick. Low key, I'm keeping yeah, trying to smoke it later. You, yeah, yeah. just boy, Jake. Nah, I'm trying to tell I'm you, I'm not going fool with that. That thing get my hand all sticky. Just dump. Don't, don't you want to dump it in this one? Yeah, I'm dumping in that Please. one. I don't, I don't need it anywhere. <laughs> see, see, that's why I'm thankful for good cigars, good quality cigars. Hey man, it was an It was an influente at a vape shop. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was dry <laughs> at a vape shop. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I am being, you, being thankful. I'm thankful for this right here. <laughs> you should be because what you just had, I don't know what that was. You you let Michael light that hey, up for you. Hey, they had this at the cigar shop. What stick is that? I think it's a Drew Estate. Is that a Drew it's Estate? A, it's a Drew Estate. It's the. Uh, uh, Ala de Sol. Yeah, they had that exact stick. It's but a, I guarantee you it was dry. I think it's a newer line. Uh, okay. I, I, found, I found it at a vape stop. Yeah, 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 <laughs> light, light that stick up for that man so he has an even light. Oh, man. I'm thankful, I'm new for, to this. I'm I'm new thankful to this. for Michael being sitting the closer engineer. to Jacob so he can get this man right. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Um, you know, but 
when we talk about being thankful, it truly is a way of life for the believer. It's a way of living. Uh, Charles Spurgeon said, and I love this quote by him because I saw this when I was studying and just, you know, preparing my notes for this episode. Um, listen to this quote by Charles Spurgeon. He says, I think that it is a better thing. Oh, that's perfect. Listen to this. He said, Charles Spurgeon says, I think that is a better thing than Thanksgiving. Thanks living. Ooh, son. He goes on to Come say, on. how is this to be done? By a general cheerfulness of manner, by an obedience to the command of him by whose mercy we live, by a perpetual constant delighting of ourselves in the Lord, and by a submission of our desires to his will. <coughs> so what Charles Spurgeon does there is he, he takes being thankful as a way of life that is a natural fruit mm. of someone that lives for Jesus. Mm. So in other words, if you are truly in Christ yep. and you have been transformed by the power of the gospel, you must be thankful. Yeah, it, will mean, be, it will be a natural fruit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There is no such thing as a Christian that That's doesn't have a thankful heart. Yeah. That's exactly correct. And, you know, <clears throat> we're going to, ironically enough, we're going to be doing an episode about checking your heart. But, you know, the posture of the heart of a Christian should be filled with thankfulness. Yeah. Especially when you start to think about the gospel. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, when, when you, once you start reading them in chapters and on all the yeah, gospels, yeah, I man, mean, I'm you, telling you. When you start thinking about that there was nothing about you that was savable, you know, there was nothing about us that was savable. And understanding 100%. what we deserve, right? Like, and understanding what our disposition was. Before Christ, yeah, our position before Christ was the wrath of God. That was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it, man. And so now, and being it. in Christ, we're on the other side of grace. Mm. We're no longer under the wrath of God, but we're covered by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> and if you ain't thankful for that, man, I, I'm telling you, you oh, you gotta. Man. Triple check your heart, because that shouldn't move you. Yeah. I mean, it really should. I mean, there's times where, you know, I'm in great spirits. I'm, I ain't got no anxiety, no nothing. I'm not worried about nothing. I start reading through the gospel, and I start reading those end chapters, and, and just what they did to him, man, and mm. what he took on for us. It make me cry. I mean, it, it oh, definitely man. makes me cry sometimes, yeah. and... You know, since I became, you know, saved and came back to the fold, I, I cry a lot. <laughs> I, and most of the time, it's not even sad cry. It's rejoiceful Rejoicing. crying. Yeah. Like, on the way to church, sometimes I love just rolling the windows down, putting worship. If I don't get my son, um, roll the windows down, blast worship music on the way to church. Loud as I can. I'd be screaming in the car. And there's times where I come into church, I already got red. 
eyes and everything because I'm just so happy. I'm so thankful for what he's done, man. Like, I'm telling yeah. you, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be completely transparent right here. Like, I come from Fayetteville, North Carolina, um, and I'm 28 years old. If I would have stayed in North Carolina, I, I wouldn't be 28 years old. I would probably be dead by now. Um, just the way I was living, who I was hanging out with, um, and the stuff I was getting into. And my dad has told me that he's thankful that we moved to Raleigh when we did because he knows that I'd either been dead or in jail because of the way I was acting. And I'm so thankful for that, man. I love Fayetteville. Fayetteville is where I'm from. That's, you know, I can go back there now and I can hit every back road, every street. I mean, it's just, it's in my blood. I know Fayetteville. And it, it was a part of me. And it's just, it's so beautiful to see what he's done for me and see what, how, how he's protected me. Yeah. Bro, like, yeah. even, even when I was... You know, I, I grew up in the church. You know, he's he's faithful through generations. That's a fact. And so I grew up in the Come church. On. I was chosen at a young age and didn't realize it. And I wasn't living that way. And when, you know, you 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 realize what he, what he did. I mean, it's just so crazy to me. Like, he protected me when I wasn't in the fold because I was already chosen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's mind-blowing when I think back of all the situations I got myself into and how I should have been dead. I should have been dead. And he protected me. He put his hands over me, and I'm safe because my story's not finished. He knows that I still Come got on. work to do. Need to, and, I need the organ yeah, right now. <laughs> and, and it's just, it's, it's so freeing. It's so... Man, and I'm telling you, it's just... <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm about to be in a Pentecost church just up here screaming. Man, that's why. That's why yeah. I, I, I have such a appreciation for uh, old church mothers. Man, I remember growing up, man, in church. Them old church mothers in the middle of the service, they'll just start. <laughs> they'll start just singing about being thankful. Yeah. I mean, you, you and you could just tell they done been through some stuff. Yep. Just you know. The 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 mark of a Christian should, should truly be one of thankfulness, man. Um, if if you are a Christian and you are known more for you know what you gripe about than what you're thankful for, man, really take some time to just just stop and and say thank you, Jesus. Just start there. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, and it's really sobering. One of the most sobering things you can do is reflect on what you're thankful for. On a bad day. Ooh, yeah. It's easy on. on a good day. Yeah. But it sure is easy on a good day. It's easy on, on a good day. On bad days, man, you don't want to be thankful for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the, the spirit of woe is me come out. It, victim mentality, man. Yeah. And, and because of where we live at in America and the culture that has surrounded us for the past, you know, 20, 30 years. We have gotten a weaker culture, um, for sure, and uh, a victimized culture where everybody is woe is me, and they don't take the time to think about man, what, what's homie down the block got that you that you don't have? You know what I'm saying? It's like we all got stuff going on in our life 
you got breath in your lungs, that's not your breath. That's God's breath. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be thankful for that. You have a living, breathing God inside your body. Rejoice in that. Be thankful for that. It is so lovely to think about that. When you're going through everything that you go through in life, I mean... Even even if you got the perfect setup, man, life still be life in sometimes. Life be life. <laughs> life do and, be life. When you when you can stop and smell the roses and just just thank God. Yeah. For just being here. Being yeah. a part of what he has. Being a part of the body. And I, I think that I, I think you can make a case biblically that God'll he'll he'll extend that that season of hardship. Oh, if you ain't got, if you ain't absolutely, thankful, absolutely, 100%. Oh, oh, you don't want to be thankful? Let me go ahead and add some, add a couple of months to that hard season you're in right now. Oh. Uh, the smoke, is it a smoke alarm? No, it's just my stupid. Let's go. Oh, it's a timer. That's it. Yo, somebody about to break in. We got to close eight the shop. The alarm just shut. Yeah, it's just eight o'clock, so it does that. So oh, it, it does it at eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. His okay. alarm shuts us. It's, it's you, really... you is not that cold, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> my man got an inch of breeze in here. I need all that. <laughs> my man said it's cold. He's sitting next to a fire pit in sweatpants. <laughs> cold. And he been putting his hands over there like they icy. <laughs> and we tropical people, right? Black, black people don't do all this nonsense. But honestly, I'd rather be cold and be hot. Facts. On every only, single only, day. Only skinny people like summertime. A hundred percent. Because we, we grown and got jobs. The only thing summertime does is cost us money. <laughs> um, you know, but to, to the point that we were making, uh, it makes me think about a quote from Puritan preacher John Brodus. Um, John Brodus said... An unthankful and complaining spirit is an abiding sin against God mm. Mm. and a cause of almost continual unhappiness. Yeah. Whew. Listen to that. And he, he goes on to say, and yet how common such a spirit is, how prone we seem to be to forget the good that life knows and remember and brood over its evil. Yeah. To forget its joys and think only of its sorrows, to forget thankfulness and remember only to complain. Jeez. Yeah. Who is that? You said John. John Brodus. Brodus. Yeah, look him up. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to give me some. I got yeah. you. He's a uh, he's one of the old Puritan preachers, man. And I when I is saw it that, in old English, the ye old yeah. But you, but you, but a lot of his, like but you. but a lot of his stuff, <laughs> but a lot of his stuff is revised. Okay, good, yeah. good. Do um, they do that with Spurgeon? Because almost everything I see of Spurgeon is not translated to what we speak today. There's some revised works of Spurgeon. You just gotta look for it. Um, I've just been reading that stuff Spurgeon. for so long, man, that I just kind of made myself. You. I yeah. made myself learn it, but you know, I love that quote because you know. 
when he says an unthankful and complaining spirit is an abiding sin against God. So when you're yeah, not man. thankful, you're you're in sin. And I and I we don't think about it that way. No, we don't. We do not. We don't all. think about when we are not being thankful. That is sin against our holy God. We live in a me 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 culture. Yeah. <clears throat> we are more anthropological anthropological than we are theological in other words we we are more me centered than we are god centered um and it it it'll, it yeah. will reflect in how you talk you want to see a thankful person listen to what they talk about yeah, it will come out it will expose itself oh i'm so tired everybody tired it will expose <laughs> itself man there's some people that it's just so hard to be around yeah because they just never Negativity. have anything to be thankful for. I'm just like, man, like, are you like, are you, you okay? <laughs> you carry the name Christian. And yet every time I see you or hear you talk, it's just always a complaint, a moan, a groan. There's no gladness. You know, I think about. The life of, you know, someone like a Job, who still praised and worshipped God despite, you know, what he was going through. I just started reading Job. I only got a couple chapters in, and I'm telling you, a couple chapters in, he getting beat over the head already, and for him not to give up and stay thankful, you know. I know we, we've all seen these videos of like homeless people on the side of the street and stuff like that, and people putting cameras in their face. Listen to some of them talk that got faith. I mean, they, they have nothing. They have nothing. They've got a bag with some clothes in it and a sleeping bag to sleep on, and they are thankful for Jesus. Some of those people are the, are the happiest people you'll exactly. ever meet in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yep, they are. They are. I mean, because they make they make much of the very things that we take for we granted. Disregard. Yeah. All the stuff we disregard. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know and so as you know, we're in that time of the year, you know, where you know, Christmas is starting to come up, you know, mm -hmm. and just a lot of you know, a lot of time of you know, it should be a time of celebration and, you know, being with family and friends, you know. This is a really great opportunity for believers, us as believers, to really take a step back and just look at the goodness of God in every area of our life. And the, even in the areas, and see, this is where Christian growth comes into play. When you can have a thankful heart despite what you're going through. Yeah. Christian maturity is being able to be thankful despite your season that you're in. Mm. Um, and I think that that's something that we don't talk about enough in the church, and especially as believers. Like, you know, you want to talk about Christian maturity and being and growing spiritually. Well, show me someone that has a heart that's thankful in their worst season, and I will show you what someone that is growing spiritually looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, spiritual maturity looks like finding things to thank Jesus for 
despite what you're going through. Ooh. I mean, and I and I get it, you know, man. You, when that when that heart season hit, that son of a gun hit, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, hit, man. And sometimes sure, man. it feels like you. you look up, it's been three months, four months, and you just like, man, like when this thing gonna end. But you know, it, it's it, it's it seems to me when we look at scripture and when we look at our life, it's those seasons where God does the most work in us internally. Yeah, that's when he really starts to stretch you, us. Because you're walking by faith without seeing the yeah. picture. Yeah, man, he starts to really stretch us, man. That's when God really does know, that work, man. God's no is always going to be better than your yes, a hundred percent every single time. Come on, bro, you better say that. It's going to be way better than your yes, because you know there's times where we feel like we know a hundred percent what he has in store for us, what his will is. And there's times we have no clue. Yeah, we, man. We out here just walking with a stick blind. You know, I'm telling you, beating around the bushes, trying to figure out which one's the road and which one's the grass. It's just, you know, there's, there's times where we don't see that. And in those times, that's when you have to be extremely thankful. You know, because, I don't know, man. It's, sometimes it's even hard to explain because it's supernatural. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're when 100%, you're thankful, yeah, it's supernatural. Yeah. yeah. So like when when something happens that you don't know what to react with, and, and you're just in a horrible season, yet you're thankful. You don't. Sometimes you can't even articulate why you're thankful. Yeah, I mean, other I, than Jesus. That's why Paul said in Romans. <laughs> other that, than Jesus, I, there's sometimes I have no idea, but I know I'm thankful for having a living, breathing God inside my soul. That's why Paul said in Romans, I believe it was Romans, that the Holy Spirit will speak for you when your groaning is just too deep for words. Say that again. Um, I didn't hear that. There, so there's a passage, I believe it's in Romans, where the Apostle Paul talks about how um, they're gonna. There's, there's there's times where the Holy Spirit yeah. will bring the words to you when you're praying, when your groaning is just too deep for words, where you don't even know, you know, what to say. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will bring that it's out of you. Every, you. Every area of the Christian life is supernatural, requires the Holy Spirit. And yeah. I don't mean supernatural in a weird Bethel way. Yeah. <laughs> These cats are fool. But I mean supernatural in the sense that we need the power and the work of the Holy Spirit Especially in this area of having a heart that's filled with thankfulness. Because mm. um, it's not natural. It's not natural for the depraved sinner to be thankful. What's natural for the depraved sinner is to complain and to murmur and to focus on the things that we want and don't have. Um, and so being thankful is a work of the Holy Spirit. And that's, it's a mark of the Holy Spirit in your life. It's a mark of the transforming uh, power of the gospel in your life. So if you're in a season right now where you where you feel like you have not been walking in thankfulness, you know, pray about it and ask the Lord to change your heart. Ask the Lord to remind you of the things that you ought to be um, thankful for. Sometimes the prayer needs to be, Jesus, take me down memory lane. Mm. You know. And, and you know, and that's why some people, when they get saved, 
they completely turn away, turn their back and their brain off of what their past life was. Uh, I, I don't do that. Um, I, I love thinking about all the stuff that I got into and what I did um, because it truly does show me what I'm what I have now yeah. and where I've grown at and knowing that it's not me doing it that it's the Holy Spirit and you know. I lost my train of thought. Go ahead, take it over. I mean, well, you know, you know, for me, I think about the fact that you know, you actually were making a good point, Jacob, because the reality is, we ought to think about where God brought us from. Yeah. We should reflect on where God brought us from, and you know, where we used to be. We shouldn't covet it, yeah, but we should reflect. Now, and so that there we go. I got my train of thought back. So, like I said, you know, I, I try to mentor some of these younger younger men that I work with. And, and I do talk to them about some of the stuff that I got into because there's certain ones that I see going down that same road. Yeah. And, I'm, and I just want to be able to relate to them. And, you know, Jesus hung out with sinners and tax collectors. Tax collectors were like, you know, the breaking kneecaps if you ain't got the money type of people. Yeah. That's who Jesus hang out, hung out with. That's and who ministered as Christians, to. we cannot be scared of those types of people. We have to welcome those types of people so we can talk to them. For sure. Yeah. You know, um, and, and to go back to your point about, you know, looking back at, you know, what God brought you through and brought you out of. Yeah. I think sometimes, you know. What we hear from a lot of Christian is the good old days, mm. you know, Son. and so ooh, ooh, in this we forget. Those what, are not the good old days, and we I'm forget that we forget what happened to Lot's wife. You know, she she looked back and she turned to a pillar of salt. Yeesh. And um, we can't have one foot in and one foot out. Nope. Um, you know, we don't get to play spiritual hokey pokey. Yeah, all in or all out. No, we don't, well, man. We don't. Spiritual hokey pokey. No, man. We can't. We can't put one foot in and one foot out, man. It's, it, there, there's a difference between looking back and reflecting on what God brought you through and brought you out of, and then looking back, coveting it, and talking about it as if you're missing out now. Exactly. Like, you know, we we all have to die to self, yeah. right? And when we die to self. There's gonna be some stuff that we give up that we enjoyed, and um, yeah, yeah. When, when you're looking back and you're like, "Man, I wish I can do that now. I wish I can do this." And, and yeah, well, and why, I, why do you wish you can do that, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got, I don't know. And, and I get it. You know, I heard one pastor say, "Man, if you if you don't enjoy sinning, you ain't sinning right." <laughs> you know, so I, Ooh, I, 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 I get it. You know, I, I I get the you know the thought there. You know. But you know we have to remember that you know we've been born again. You know, that's that's that was the conversation that Jesus had with Nicodemus in John chapter three. I love that name, Nicodemus. I was bring that up. Yeah, I mean that was the that was the conversation. You know, um, you know he told him, you know, you must be born again. And that's so, the one that came to him at night. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he came to him in the middle of the night because he didn't want to be seen with Jesus during the day. Um, he, he, and there's a really good, valuable lesson there because um, oftentimes 
we tend to run to, well, you know, this is how I've always been, you know. Well, that's fine. Jesus says you must be born again. <laughs> you know, no, no. You, you know, you, you, he, you know, he takes your heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh. You know, he take takes your dry bones and puts life in them. You know, you are you are no longer your life no longer belongs to you anymore. You know, you belong to the Lord now. Uh, once Jesus saves you, you know your life is not your own, and that Absolutely. is that 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 gives us much to be thankful for. And I think one of the problems is we don't look at being thankful as a means of worship. Ooh, man. So there is a aspect that is very much worshipful when we're thankful. J.I. Packer said that we need to discover all over again that worship is natural to the Christian as it was to the godly Israelite who wrote the Psalms. And that the habit of celebrating the greatness and graciousness of God yields an endless flow of thankfulness, joy, and zeal. So, in other words, J.I. Packer makes the point here that having a heart of thankfulness is worship to God. That's another way by which we can worship him by being thankful. But I love the back end of that quote because he says... The habit of celebrating the greatness and graciousness of God yields an endless flow of thankfulness. So in other words, whatever you fill yourself up with will be what come out. Absolutely. So if you fill yourself up with negativity and griping and pity parties and anger and malice and just all these things, it gripples your desire and ability to worship God by way of being thankful. And when you have that mindset, it is extremely hard to be thankful because you do have so much negativity build up in your brain. And and that's why we truly have to be transformed. And our brain and mind has to be renewed because, you know, if we're just dealing with our fleshly selves, we're not going to be thankful. Yeah. We're not going to care at all. Yeah. Facts, man. John Piper said, genuine thankfulness is an act of the heart's affections. Not at, oh man, this, I forgot how cold this quote was. <laughs> Bro, listen to this. He's, John Piper says, genuine thankfulness is an act of the heart's affections, not an act of lip muscles. Ooh. Mess that lip muscle. Bro. Man, listen. That is crazy. That's insane. That not an not an act of the lip muscles. So, in other words, you know, thankfulness is a way of life, man. It's bigger than lip service. The Christian that is thankful, they walk a certain way. They talk a certain way. They respond to hard seasons a certain way. They respond to trials a certain way. When they walk with a heart filled with gladness and thankfulness of all that the Lord has done. And I pray for myself that, you know, I, f I find myself being thankful for the hard times. Woo, I want to, you know, that's that's where, you know, that's where you grow. At. That's where you grow, bro. You know, <clears throat> and, you know, Man. I think that 
in those seasons of trial and where it's just like, man, it's just really, it's been really hard lately. It's just one thing after another. I think those are those surgical seasons where God really does some heart work. And that's when God gets real surgical with you spiritually. And he starts to just kind of do that work within you, really weeding out the things that you cling to when you're mm-hmm. comfortable and those things that you find yourself latching on to when everything's going your way. He yeah. kind of starts performing surgery, man, on that heart. Um, and so I'm just, you know, our prayer <coughs> should be that God would give us a heart of thankfulness, you know, being thankful, you know, in all seasons, all circumstances. So, you know, as we, you know, kind of close out this episode, man, I just. Man, let's just try to challenge ourselves, fellas and listeners, um, to just make sure that we are known for uh, being the kind of Christian that's thankful. Because honestly, biblically, there's really only one kind of Christian. If you are truly, you know, in Christ, you are going to be marked by thankfulness. Yeah. 100%. You know, I just want us closing this out. I, I do want to say something else that I've been thankful for this year. Um, you know, after my accident, that was really bad. Um, I feel like um, if I didn't have you guys, I would be dead. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have Jesus, if I didn't have my wife, you know, if I didn't have the stuff that Jesus blessed me with beforehand, I would be no longer here. Um, I'm thankful for the <coughs> fact that as soon as that accident happened, you guys locked arms with me, and you you let me cry. You you hugged me. You embraced me. You showed me love, um, and, and almost like a, a unconditional love. You know, that's what I I have for you guys. I have an unconditional love for you guys, and just being around godly men who exegete scripture to tell me to get in my Bible to tell me to cling to Jesus and to cling to his word. That word is him. He is he. That's what mm-hmm. that is. That, that word is living, breathing God speaking to you. And mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that at such a, a, a young start in my Christian life, you know, I've been reborn at 28 or yeah, 28. I've been reborn at 28. Thank you, Jesus. Won't he do it? And Amen. I, I'm telling you, I'm so glad for the start that I've had. You know, there's there's Christians that have been Christians for five, six years, still sipping on a bottle. I'm eating steak and potatoes. Mm. Yeah. I'm eating mm. the food. You know, I, I'm getting to learn theology yeah you know there's christians been in the game for a long time don't have no idea about any theology and i love the fact that i've been around you guys to guide me and and it's all the holy spirit they're using him that the holy spirit is using them as vessels to show me how a godly man is supposed to move and you know they're not perfect i'm not perfect nobody's perfect yeah and I love that. I love that they're not perfect. I love that they mess up sometimes because they get right back to it. And I and I'm yeah. so thankful for that, guys. I just I just felt led to say that. And, yeah. and I and I love y'all. Yeah, man. We, we love you, bro. Yeah, um, definitely, man. And you know, I, I echo I echo uh 
Jacob's sentiment. I'm thankful for um, our community, man. I'm thankful for uh, you guys, man. I'm thankful for Kara's church, man. Um, you know, me and Sarah, my bride, we talk about it all the time. We don't know where we would be, you know, without Kara's church, man. God has used all the people of Kara's church to just yes, bless Lord. us in so many ways. I'm thankful for Amen. you men. Um, I'm thankful that we have a pastor that values investing in men yes. um, because Jesus. just having this, having strong men around me that love the Lord. When that, I say strong, Chris Big, Chris Diesel. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> but that's, it's a different type of strong. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so refreshing, man, to... To be able to actually say, I have men around me that love the Lord. Because um, there's so many Christian guys that honestly, if we're keeping it a buck, they can't say that. Oh. Um, they, you know, I'm grateful for you. Yeah, and I'm just thankful, man, because, I, man, there, there are times, bro, where I want to tap out. Yep. And I just start thinking about my brothers in the faith. I'm Come like, on. man, I know, these, I know these jokers ain't going to let me. Come on. Tap out. So I'm definitely Because we all that. know when we're feeling like that, and sometimes we don't because we don't want to hear it, and then there's times that we do, and more times that we do because the Holy Spirit makes, at least for me, makes me, when I know that I'm going through something or doing something that I'm not supposed to, I got to call Shatorio. I got to talk to him. You know, even if it's something small, like they messed something up on my check a couple of weeks ago or my time card a couple of weeks ago, and um, they didn't have me clocked out to like three in the morning. I had like 20 some hours on that mug. 20 and, extra hours. Uh, yeah, exactly. 20 extra hours. And I was about to hit, you know, a good bit of overtime. And I saw it on the way to church on Sunday. And I'm thinking, man. I've been struggling this month. I've been need out the money. COVID. Like, I need the money. This would be perfect. I'm not going to say nothing. And then Holy Spirit hit me. It was like, nah, you need, you need to talk to Torio when you get to work. Or when you get to church. When you get to church, go talk to Torio. Tell him what's going on. Yeah, you had texted and, me. <laughs> and, 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 and he looked me right in my face and laughed at me and said, you know what you got to do. You know what you, why are you even talking to me? Yeah. You know what you got to do. And I'm thankful like for, yeah, be like that. for men that are able to check other men without a, a negative consequence at the end of it, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. You know, that makes me think about when Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Ooh. And so that's what I think about when I think about my brothers in the faith. When I think about you guys, you know. When I can't hold myself up, I can just follow you guys. Because I know you guys are following Christ. Mm. That's what Paul says, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. And that every Christian should want to live a life where they can say, follow me as I follow Christ. So when you look to your brothers and sisters in the faith, you should be able to follow them because they're following Christ. Mm. And so we should be able to look to one another. When we... Uh, are not hitting it on all cylinders, man. We can look to our brother in the faith, look to our sister in the faith, and go, all right, man. I, let me look. Let me let me let me tap in with them. Mm. Let me lock arms with them as they're following Christ, because I I can't right now in this season I'm in. So Praise yeah, God. I echo it, that, man. Echo it. And, and, and one other thing too, um, 
I feel like your bride don't get enough uh, uh, love. I mean, she gets a lot of love. Well, when, when I'm talking about um, from other people, not you, from just people, <laughs> people like not exalting her, but nah, like giving her her flowers. She does a lot. And, she does a lot. And, and, and I'm telling you, uh, Sarah has been there for me ever since I met her when when y'all first got together. And it's it's been almost nine, ten years now that I've known y'all, and. Anytime that I've gone through a sticky situation, Sarah's like my sister. Yeah, she's Sarah's she's, right there on me. She'll she'll check me if she gotta check me. But she also shows me grace and love. And you know, we battle with some similar anxiety stuff. Um and I I can call her in the middle of me crying my eyes out where she can't even understand what I'm saying. And she'll sit there on the phone with me and calm me down and help me work through it because she knows how I feel. Yeah. And, you know, there's times where I can't get a hold of my wife because she's at work. Yeah. She she's busy. She she don't get she don't got time for me to sit there on the work phone bawling my eyes and I'm not gonna do that to her. You know? Ah, uh, do she and, and so if I don't have Christina I got Sarah. She's and, always willing to talk to any of y'all, man. man. Yeah, I'm she. You, I'm yeah, so man. I, for her. I, I'm thankful for my bride, man. She she definitely does not get um, the proper flowers that she deserves, man. You know, she. I am, am extremely thankful and indebted to her, man. Um, hey, you got a hardcore hardcore bride, bro. I could. I mean, I there I could go on for days of just how good she's been to me. I'm extremely thankful to call Sarah my bride, man. She's nothing short of a blessing. You know, it's crazy, Jake, that you say that because one of the things, and she's going to get me for saying this on air, but <laughs> one of the things that she says to me often when it's just me and her, she's like, Man, I just don't, she's like, I just don't think that, you know, I can be the pastor wife woman. Nah, that's you know, cap. she's like, nah. you know, she's like, you know, I don't have, I don't have the same, you know, gifts as, you know, the other women that we know that yes, are pastor's wives. I'm like. You 100% do. Yes, I know yes, you're going to listen does. to this. She you 100% like, do. I'm like, yeah, hey, like, I'm like, I'm like, first lady, you going to. Punch you upside the head for saying that exactly. mess. Exactly. <laughs> just know. Just gonna get you for saying some nonsense like that because you're just such a blessing. She, you're a, she's a blessing to my life, our kids. She's a blessing to Karis Church. Um, and Absolutely. I'm 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 better for I'm better because of her. I'm yeah. definitely thankful, man. And, um, and, and I'm telling you, having a woman that you can call your bride that does that, I'm telling you, without Christina, I'd I, I'd be worthless. I'd be a penny on the on the curb. Man, God knew what you needed. <laughs> he knew what you needed. That's why he blessed you with her, man. Um, you know, so with that being said, man, we'll close out. You know, we, you know, as you guys, the listeners are enjoying this holiday season, remember to be thankful. We're Rem- thankful for you. Yeah, and we're yeah, thankful yeah, for you for all. For sure. We wouldn't we, be here without you. There would be no um Barrowed and Truth podcast without the listeners supporting, man. And so we thank you all for listening to us week in and week out. And so as our dear brother Devin would say, <laughs> continue to smoke your cigar, enjoy your bourbon, and most importantly, keep reading your Bible. Hey.
Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere we move, and everything we talk about be buried in the truth. Yeah. Everywhere we move, and everything we talk about be buried in the truth. Yeah. yeah.